0: listening to into the arena a hunger games podcast sparking the fandom one episode at a time with your hosts holly and emily special thanks for music by sam cushion
1: Welcome back, tributes to episode thirty-three of Into the Arena. I'm Holly. I'm Emily. And I'm AJ. And we have
0: <laughs> the amazing <Yes>! AJ. <laughs>
1: Woohoo! Welcome to today's episode, AJ, and everyone who's listening. If you are living under a rock in the Hunger Games community, you don't know who AJ is. AJ is at the Hunger Games Collector, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on Instagram, and You have an amazing shop. Do you want to talk more about it? Like, I I feel like I won't do you justice. Like, you introduce yourself.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, so... Promo. -promo.
1: (laughs) Self-promo.
2: The thing I need to work on. Um, Yeah, so I joke around that I'm a professional fan, which is why it's part of my name on my Instagram, um, because being a fan is what I do best, and I have made it my life's mission to find a way to make a living from being a fan um yes so uh i did start my shop this year with some fandom inspired merch um and then hopefully eventually i'd also like to expand into other you know non-hunger games related things but that's that's the main
1: (laughs) yes so go check out aj shop amazing work I mean, Emily and I both have. I mean, Emily has hers right oh, yeah. above yeah, I her my, right now. My prints right behind me. <laughs> Stunning. AJ makes amazing prints. You talked about, or you released um, pins today that you said, are you hand painting them? Yes. Is um, that what you said?
2: Oh my god. I am hand painting these tiny little clay pins. Um, and I did post a little sneak peek teaser thing today. Um, and yeah exciting
1: (laughs) and if you're if you're watching you can obviously see how big of a fan they are with everything that i'm like looking at every little detail in the background like oh (laughs) but yes so aj is amazing we're so excited to have you and before we hop in and do our rapid fire put you put you in on the spot just some announcements we have Tribute talk um aj is a part of trippy talk every monday at 7 or 7 p.m 6 p.m pacific standard time 9 p.m eastern standard time and then on march 23rd we have our 10 year hunger games movie watch along so it's a wednesday it'll be fun come watch with us and celebrate our favorite movie being
0: out for 10 years so it's insane. turning 10 years old yeah i can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> okay so we wanted to start off like we did with our our previous also fellow tribute talk uh a rapid fire so i'm just gonna go through these and some of them are are the same as we did with jerry but there's (laughs) there's some different ones so no explanations we'll just go through them pretty quick favorite book catching fire of the hunger Games series yeah (laughs) um favorite movie catching fire (laughs) they're all gonna be catching fire i know your basic answers but i don't care uh
2: actually first one first first movie I, I love games. the okay. yeah. I do love the Catching Fire soundtrack, yes. but yeah.
0: Okay, if you could have any prop or costume or a prop and a costume from the movie, what would it be?
2: Prop the spile. Okay, I don't know why, but it's the spile. Um, <laughs> the spile from Catching Fire, and then costume uh, either one of the wetsuits or the um, Katniss's engagement party dress thing. Love it.
0: Okay. Uh-oh. Peeta's cheese buns. Sweet or savory? savory.
2: Yes, savory, the savory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could interview anyone from the movies, either cast or crew, who would you choose?
2: Um, shucks. I feel like, you know, the cast is amazing, and I feel like they get a lot of attention, so I, I would probably want to interview like the prop masters and stuff, because they help make the world come to life because the actors are the characters and that's obviously super important but um there's a whole crew of people that help them actually do that so definitely props this is
0: yeah it'd cool. be so cool um and i have a this or that <laughs> oh, katniss's boy. wetsuit or katniss's capital party dress
2: you're the worst <laughs> okay <No, I'm kidding. laughs>
0: um that's why i laughed so when you were like
1: when you went through them yeah the wetsuit so
0: yeah. I mean, and wearing it today, you know? <laughs> um, so cute. And if you could have any spin-off book about anything in the Panem universe, what would it be about?
2: Okay, I would love, There's, I will, I'll read anything Suzanne feels the need to write about, so it doesn't matter. She could do whatever she wants. But if I had any sway, I would say a book from the perspective of someone in, like, District 1 or 2. Just because it's a perspective we don't actually really have, and it's kind of an in-between. Like, we all know how the rebellious districts feel about everything, and we know how the Capitol feels about everything. District 1 and 2 are kind of wedged in the middle somewhere, and uh, I don't know, it'd be cool, or like just any non-focused on district, I guess, but mainly a career district.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Just knowing more about the districts. Like, even if it was, like,
2: like, a if it had to be to or club, like, a, a character we already know, or, like, a new character. Who are you? <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I just feel like career culture is so interesting, and we don't know a whole lot about it, and I want to know the inner workings of how all that functions.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's the one, like, one of the main things that hasn't really been explored yeah in the books okay so just to kind of i mean i know you like introduced yourself but Mm -hmm. i don't know that we've ever really talked about like how did you first come across the hunger games and like when did you first become a fan
2: well um so the year was 2012 (laughs) uh i was i was 14 because i hadn't turned fifteen yet and uh, I got introduced to the Hunger Games because I had a best friend in, cl- in high school uh, who was an avid reader, and they were like, hey, I know reading's not your thing, but I'm going to harass you until you read this. And I was like, and they let me their copy, and I figured, like, I'll just read the first chapter to, like, pacify them, and then I'll probably just give up. Um, obviously that didn't happen <laughs> um, <laughs> the exact opposite thing happened um it was like maybe a couple months before the first movie came out so i had already seen like um like the movie posters on like phone booths with like the main cast so um i already had like a predetermined image of what the characters so look like, like That makes- yeah. right um but still, I mean, it was still before the first movie came out. And that was the first time I ever did, like, the book before the movie pipeline. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I have to say it was probably, like, yeah, maybe one or two months before the first movie came out. Um, I stuck around because Suzanne's writing was just, like, I couldn't put it down. Um, I remember reading the first book in maybe, like, four five days, which is, like, the fastest I've ever read anything <laughs> And uh, I remember like running to the other side of my apartment to beg my mom for some money to go get Catching Fire. And Aww. she was like, you all right? Like so shocked that I was like obsessed with a book series because that had never happened before. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the, the whole concept of everything and uh, relating to Katniss more than I've ever related to any main character ever uh, was just life-changing i don't know <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah same <laughs> no i i feel like that's what's so powerful about reading and especially i mean for us this trilogy will now series is the fact that you can find a character like katniss and i feel like us three are very different people mm-hmm. and yet the character of katniss like resonates so deeply with us and so i just yeah. find it so fascinating that like different people can connect so deeply with one character mm-hmm. and yet be so different from one another so oh
2: also sorry real quick I remember when uh, my friend was explaining to me the like rough concept of what the Hunger Games was they didn't like they explained what districts were but not like in super great detail because they wanted me to read and they're mm-hmm. like yeah it's like different like places and they all have different industries and environments and stuff and I didn't really know what that meant, and. I've always been obsessed with like underwater things and I was like is there an underwater district and they're like not exactly but there's district four which is fishing and what for whatever reason I was like all right like that was like one I thing mean- yeah that like <laughs> sold me <you> <laughs> and I I really couldn't tell you why specifically but those does matter because we're here now. <laughs>
0: there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I love Just the ocean imagine. and stuff too. So like mm-hmm. if someone had explained district four to me, I would have been like, yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's my district.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, district 13 could be like underwater too. It could be like a part of the ocean.
0: Oh True. my gosh. Fine. Suzanne could have gone with that angle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.
1: <laughs> well, I guess the next question is when did you start your Instagram account? Because your Instagram account is obviously, I, I feel like the most important part of how you represent yourself as a fan with all your collecting
0: and you do so well at it Oh, <laughs> oh
2: my God. um i know, I... I know. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> um i started my instagram on may the 4th uh, 2020 which accidental that it was star wars day but um i wish i had started this account years ago but such as life um i started it Basically during lockdown, I was bored, <laughs> but also like some stuff had happened before the pandemic and uh um, games being my comfort series, I kind of like re-dove into everything and like rediscovered the whole series all over again and reread the books and like ballad was coming out, so I was like, Oh, this is a perfect opportunity to like reread the series. I hadn't since the first time I read the books the first time. Um and I don't know, something about it sparked, no pun intended, but like just like reignited everything. And I was a little frustrated that none of my friends in real life were as like obsessed and crazy about it. Feel that. And, you know, no disrespect to them or anything, nothing bad. It's just, you know, I need someone on my level with this. And it was locked down, so like even less opportunities for socializing in person. I was like, all right, well, Instagram's where it's at, I guess. as um, my preferred social media anyway. And I honestly had no expectations. I just needed a place to, like, info dump. Um, that's another thing. Hunger Games is my main special interest. I'm autistic, and I was just like, I need some place to info dump, so I'm not constantly, like, bombarding people that don't care so much about the series with all this information. Um, and what I ended up finding was an amazing amazing community I found y'all which is like so exciting um (laughs) and that's that's kind of like the origin story for my Instagram and then it just kind of became like yeah like a place to meet new friends that are also fans a place to document my collection and I don't know just kind of just be a part of it yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: I hope Instagram never like goes away (laughs) or or something if something ever replaces it that it's similar because i feel like of all the social media platforms it really is the best place for posting things but also connecting with other people
2: at the same time because like back back in the day (laughs) um when tumblr was still relevant and crazy and a lawless land um tumblr i guess was like the kind of hub for, like, fandom culture. Yeah,
0: I would say it was the precursor, because that's where I was for Hunger Games before. Yeah, I was still
2: not very much on Tumblr, like, very deep into it. Um, Tumblr was, like, a really scary place sometimes, and so it was, like, especially if you were underage, it was just kind of, like, hit or miss what you were gonna find, and so also (laughs) back in those those days, like, I really just wasn't into social media, um, like, in general, so I didn't know much about it, Um, but as years have gone by and tumblr has fallen into irrelevance um instagram you know has gotten more popular and i like the format of it a lot better for sure
0: so when you first like got into hunger games where were you like interacting with fandom was it on tumblr
2: the few interactions i had were on tumblr um i never really interacted enough to like have like conversations with people about it on Tumblr. Like I never made Tumblr friends or anything. Um, That was a really dark time of my life, like not to be grim or like (laughs) make this like a bummer town thing, but it was a really bad time for me. And I had a lot of difficulty with like socializing and stuff. So it was a lot of me just like reblogging fan art and that kind of thing. Other than that though, like it was really just all like just kind of internal. And then my one friend who introduced me to the series, of course, because um, they had read it and they knew they, they knew obviously enough about it to talk to me about it. But like, um, no, if not, I just was dueling away in, in my sketchbooks and making really terrible fan art that I should try to find. But Is that friend it,
0: still into Hunger Games?
2: Terrible? Um, I mean, they were, I don't think they ever, I want to speak for them, but I don't think they ever reached like... True, like crazy fan status with it. (laughs) Us. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Um, They still enjoy the series. I mean, I guess I don't know how much, you know, they engage with it nowadays, but we saw the movies together and stuff when they came out. So a casual fan. (laughs) Casual. Yeah. (laughs) Oh.
1: I think, and another thing, I'm just like, I love that everyone's story. And background with the series is so different and hearing yours is just so beautiful and amazing and I just fall in love with every fan I talk to because it makes me fall in love with the books again yeah. like hearing that you were just like approached by a friend like how did it come into your life I think that's amazing and mm-hmm. how it was able to help you through a difficult time I totally connect with you on like I was not I just kind of like laid low mm-hmm. post like Mockingjay Part Two coming out, and then
2: yeah,
1: uh, lockdown happened, and I was like, well, I guess I'll go back and enjoy things I used to, and now here we are. So yeah, I mean,
2: after the last movie came out, I was I think like a sophomore or junior in college, like somewhere around there, um, and then as far as we knew it, that was the end of the franchise, and so that was like I had to grieve that that was kind of rough actually um and then after that I got you know so focused on finishing college um had other projects I went into the tattoo industry for a few years and like completely felt like I wasn't a fan anymore it just like just got so busy with everything else and being an adult yeah <laughs> and um Yeah, and then it wasn't until, like, early 2020, like, even right before the pandemic, where I had to kind of revert back to something comforting again, and it was right there waiting for me. And then also part of that is, like, I used to live in Savannah for college and even a little bit after college, and so I didn't have a lot of my collection with me. Um, I had, like, (laughs) I had the Katniss Barbies and the NECA figures with me. They were always set up and displayed in my any dorm room I had. They were always visible um, and, you know, like little things like that. But I didn't have my collection with me. And then I moved back home here to New York City and um, moving back in. And, and you kind of do this like when you clean your room or you kind of do like big spring cleanings or organization, you kind of like rediscover your stuff. If that makes mm-hmm. sense? And I was like, man, this is just what happened. Like, <laughs> How's it been this long? Um mm-hmm. and then yeah, lockdown. I needed a hobby. I needed to finish collecting like the fungo pop line. I was like, Well, I got nothing else to do, might as well. And then working.
0: I, <laughs> I know, going through my stuff too, like read like well, I bought a house and then so I'm like, Oh, I have I can permanently like display all of my stuff, which has been cool to try and figure that out but finding stuff that i didn't even remember i had like the other day holographic katniss bookmark what when did i what? get this <laughs> That's so cool so cool what has
1: been your favorite moment as a hunger games fan yeah <laughs> like what is the one you can only pick one core memory okay
2: easy um meeting jennifer and josh getting my book signed um oh, so cool. it's book is right here and then the tribute guide oh, that is beautiful. also signed somewhere over here um yeah that was
0: like pretty close after you first read the books too right
2: yeah it was march 20th it was three days before the official release of the movie mm. um at barnes and noble a few blocks away from me was advertising that they were doing a signing like i'll remember i could like draw this whole sequence for you but like um yeah they were advertising that they were doing a signing like within one week of when they initially put the banner up in the store. And that was when I, I went in to go get Catching Fire and Jays when I saw that huge banner and I was like, it's on. <laughs> um, and it was a Tuesday. So it was a school day. <laughs> and so um, I asked my mom permission to skip school, um, which so it's like skipping, the only time I've ever skipped school The most rebellious I've ever been was simultaneously the nerdiest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it was like during this week at my school, they called it culture week. And it's when like all the language trips would leave. Um, And I couldn't afford to go. So like I was part of maybe like 10 kids from my year that weren't able to, to go anywhere. So they would stage these like pseudo like activities to do throughout the week. So it wasn't like real school. Um, So I was like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to go to this thing and I got there at like (laughs) six in the morning and I went by myself and I was 14 and impressive you know whatever but um I made friends with the people like on both sides of me in the line um and it wasn't until like 9 p.m that we actually got to go in um Oh my God. And it was crazy. We were allowed to bring only two things maximum. We had to have a receipt to prove that you bought it from that Barnes & Noble. Um, oh, dang. They had all these rules. <laughs> yeah. We weren't allowed to take pictures. Um, and when they cut off the line, they actually um, were going to cut me. And then, and I said, I'm with them. And they gave me like a little paper that says I am 250. Wait, I think I have it. And um, I am 250. <laughs> And uh, I was basically, like, the last person allowed in. Wow. I feel so
1: bad for whoever was after you. (laughs) And the fact that you were there at 6 a.m.
2: too. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of people. They might have let a few – because I can't – I don't remember being the last person is the thing. So I feel like they might have had, like – People might have
0: stayed just in case. Yeah.
2: Or, like, if they had – like, guest list people or something, I don't know, but either way, I was given this piece of paper, and I held on to it, like, my life depended on it, because it did, I would too. Um, and yeah, uh, it was really quick, uh, I remember just being, like, super shy and starstruck, I still have the biggest crush on Jennifer, so that was, like, you know, 14-year-old me, is like, oh my god, you're
0: like, ah, yeah. she looked gorgeous that day, that was the green yes. dress, right, that's one of my yes. favorite, like, outfits yeah. of hers that yeah she wore in the lead up to the movie
2: yeah and uh I thanked I just remember thanking her and she thanked me and then it, they were like they were rushing people along um and then nice. I slid all she slid all the stuff down to Josh and then he thanked me and I was like are you kidding no like thank you and he's like no you've been on here you. he was like you've been on since this morning thank you for being here and I was like so, oh my gosh I'm dead. Yeah, I died so it was great um so I would definitely say that that was I if I have to pick one memory like one best Hunger Games moment it'd be that for sure because it's still like my, my signed copy is like my most prized possession in my collection it's associated to like such a good day like one of the best days ever
1: I this just makes me want to go back in time to 20, 2012 yeah like 2011, 2012, those were the highlight time for like yeah. not even just the Hunger Games, just like the fact that Barnes & Noble would do an event like that. Yeah. Like can we go back in
2: time? Yeah. I remember That's I don't so think I have the pictures in here. Well, here I have like the little flyer that they had in the store to advertise uh-huh. the signing. This was the wristband they gave me. This is like a Google image thing cuz I couldn't take uh, I, I love it.
0: being able to like keep all that stuff. Yeah. So sentimental.
2: They did give us um this. Thing because they were like, uh, it was supposed to be like a you could see the movie in theaters like a little earlier somehow. I can't remember how, like, what the exact offer was, but I ended up not doing that because my friend had like one of her parents worked in the movie industry or something, and we ended up seeing it a day early on the 22nd in IMAX, and so that's that too, but (laughs) um. Uh. Yeah, it was crazy. And it was like a free event. I mean, yeah, you had to like prove that you bought the book or whatever from from Barnes & Noble. But other than that, like, you didn't have to do anything. It was great.
0: I'm like, hopefully, though, the next like coming year, year and a half will be just as amazing. And we'll make new memories.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Nina, how long do we have to wait? Like, how long am I hanging in there? I just can't i can't take it
2: i'd say like that would be another like favorite like best hunger games fan moment is the announcement of ballad Mm -hmm. because that was like a resurrection truly (laughs) like yes um (laughs) and and it's kind of like i i I feel like now we kind of get to relive those like pre-hunger games vibes um Mm -hmm. and yeah i don't know it's really cool and i appreciate the fact that like a lot of younger fans can get to experience that too Mm because you know they might not have been old enough to appreciate it the first time around so yeah
0: me (laughs) (laughs) so like with ballad what do you think like what are you looking forward to most in like the next year or so
2: i mean i as far as like you know the progression, the pipeline of things. Like, I'm really excited for casting. I think, like, Like, everybody else, because that'll be, like, even before we get promo photos, before we even get the cast and, like, their hair and makeup and costumes and whatever, just having, like, a face to, like, put to these characters and, like, kind of get a sense of, like, what we're going to get acting-wise and whatever is, that to me, that's the most exciting especially for fan art. This is kind of like the sweet period where we have the like strictly book fan art, which is, you know, need to savor it while it lasts. But I am also still excited to see how that changes once we get the cast. Um, I need to make some concepts to get Lionsgate's attention. (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) um, But I mean, honestly, I just, I can't wait to go to a movie theater for a, a new Hunger Games movie again. Just that, just like the experience of like, or specifically the full
0: theater, yeah, yeah, or like
2: even more specifically when the end credits start and you just like everything kind of like sinks in, and you're like, that's a sad right.
0: moment, though. It's a that's sad, sad a moment. Sad moment. But
2: it is, but like, I don't know. I, I love all that kind of like nostalgic, melancholy feelings. I don't know what that says about me, but, um, yeah. I mean watching Catching Fire for the first time, uh, I was sobbing uncontrollably during the credits to the point where like <laughs> everyone had cleared the theater
0: and I'm sitting by
2: myself crying and like yes. movie staff had to come over to me and they're like, hey, we're really sorry. We need to clean the theater. <laughs> and I was like, um, you're, like, is, like you you're like, but I'm seeing the next showing too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess just getting to re-experience all of that again. It's really so exciting. exciting. See, when Jerry was on, I was like, oh, the
0: trailer. That's the thing that I'm looking forward to most when that comes out. But now you're talking about sitting in the theater like, for I the first cry. time. <laughs> and I just love that there hasn't been like a-, a huge movie since The Hunger Games for me that's come out that I want to go like first thing and mm-hmm. the theater is completely full and I want to know everybody's like little reaction in the audience and I want that energy and it'll be so cool to experience that again
2: yeah i'm manifesting all right i want to be at the premiere i don't know what capacity yes but i'm manifesting it um y'all are gonna be there too it's gonna be a great time
1: <laughs> manifest <laughs> manifest for
2: us <laughs> um yeah i don't i've never attended a movie premiere so i feel like it would be really cool to do that um
0: mm-hmm, me too yeah i've been to two premieres but both times i didn't really have people there with me that mm. were like friends you know that I had really connected with so this time I'm really looking forward to, to that to like actually knowing other fans there mm-hmm. well and experiencing that together in whatever capacity of course know, we're, we're there at
2: <laughs> I when I was like you know back in 2012 etc I just didn't know you could attend premieres like, I just didn't know you could do that. So I just never tried. <laughs> Which is infuriating now, looking back. But um, now that I know that, <laughs> for ballot, I'm going to do my best to get there in whatever way I can. So yeah, I remember I not going
0: to the first Hunger Games premiere. That's, like, probably one of the biggest regrets of, of mine, is not going to that very first Hunger Games premiere. Because they let, like, the first hundred or so fans into the actual movie and they didn't get enough people that, you know, that night they were still like letting people in and all the cast came at the beginning and everything like the couple days before for the fan camp. And I think I was just too scared. I mean, I also didn't have a lot of money, but (laughs) yeah, now I'm like, no, 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 this is the time. (laughs) This is your only chance. You do whatever, whatever you need to do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So exciting. So many things to look forward to. um love talking to aj we (laughs) We need to talk about like all the merch and the collecting though we do like that's what our episode is about i know (laughs) (laughs) but it's like aj i could just listen to you talk for hours i just love hearing everyone's relationship with the hunger games and so it's just so fun but let's dive into this what was the first hunger games merch item that you bought
2: i've thought about this forever um because i'm not sure uh it's either this <laughs> journal uh yeah, the neca throwback down, yes <laughs> um oh, down with f- the capital journal or the neca mockingjay pin uh i am not 100 sure something is telling me it's this though but I well, also... one's
0: kind of like one's book kind of merch and then mm-hmm. one's like the actual film franchise
2: yeah so um, they're both it's both yeah, it's both. I have no idea where my original NECA Mockingjay pin is. I know I still have it. No. I just don't know where it is. So when I was okay. making my little pin case, I had to get another one for that. But um, yeah, I <laughs> I made this. This was like one of the like first like fan-made like, Panem maps. Yeah. Uh, I printed a picture of the District 4 crest.
1: Yes. And I named
2: it my Hunger Games journal and it was just like I was ready to just document my experience of being a fan. And this is where I truly believe that collecting like in a you know serious way started for me. I used to tape receipts in here. Fourteen year old me was like on it. That's so
0: cool. I wish I was yes. more intentional about that. I just go through stuff and I'm like, Oh, the receipt.
2: <laughs> I um, have that. See, this is where like <laughs> This is where I should have been diagnosed way earlier in life because it's, like, what 14-year-old, like, preciously <laughs> saves receipts like that. But there's, like, newspaper clippings, like, magazine things. I used to write mm. down, like, theories I would see online um, or, like, just my own little, like, theories. Of- These are, like, the first two packets of trading cards I saved the wrappings Stop. for. Um <laughs> So this is a very sentimental piece in my collection. And it's also where I kind of manually document everything Um, because I do have a catalog now that I make on my iPad and everything and print it and update Mm -hmm. it. But before I do that, like I literally write everything out and then once it's highlighted, it's been entered. (laughs) So there's a few pages of that. Um, That's amazing. So I'm going to say it's this one because I really that's where my instinct is pointing me towards. Mm -hmm. What about you guys?
0: holly what's
1: yours (laughs) mine is the district 12 tribute shirt from barnes and noble yeah (laughs) it was like for the book so it wasn't movie merch but it was that i just always remember and i still have it size small but i'm not (laughs) size small anymore but i hold on to it was it from barnes and noble
0: or was it from Mm. borders Mine was from Barnes and Noble. Okay, so it's it's like we the movie. We didn't have a borders. One like my first stuff that I bought was all like the borders. Maybe stuff. it was borders. Like there was the a borders Training in Days board mall. game. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, the Down with the Capital poster. Those were the first like Hunger Games things that I bought. But the first movie thing I got, I think, was if we're counting books, like the movie companion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know for the movie what mine would have been. I think I was just, like, it was a blur for me because going to Hot Topics so much, I was <laughs> like, I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah. And I'm so sad. I It might be the Mockingjay pin, but I've lost my Mockingjay pin. I cannot find it. No. I haven't for what years. What is this, like, and weird I... curse
2: that we're under?
0: <laughs> no, I was just yeah, thinking, I'm so like, where you is that, mine? I like... <laughs> no, for I don't real. know. I'm wearing There's... one right now, but it's the um, little, like, shiny... Scholastic mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that was the one that I had, and
1: now it's gone. And there's so many other pieces of merch that I have lost over the years. I have searched like the crawl space in my basement. I have searched through my closet, like under like my sister's bed, like random places in my house. And the most like sad part or I guess the saddest part is I it was like PETA's um medallion. From Catching Fire, no. that necklace, oh. I used to wear it all the time, and now I can't find her. And same with my Finnick necklace. Like, I have these things that I know I owned, and I wore religiously, but I don't know where they are. They're probably, like, in a dumpster Petus somewhere. Necklace, you hardly ever see that.
2: It's you a know. rare piece now, yeah. It's hard to find it.
1: I know, stop rubbing it <laughs> <guys, please. laughs> I mean, I, I found know. one, but... <laughs> but...
2: If it's any consolation... When uh, I moved back to New York after living in Savannah forever, um, I completely forgot that I bought a bunch of pins at the exhibition when it was in New York. Just completely (laughs) forgot about that. And I went into our building's basement where we have like storage units. I was looking for something completely irrelevant, like completely random. And in the middle of like taking stuff out, I found one of my old like massive pencil cases from high school. And something about that point, I was like, oh, I wonder what's in here. Ha ha. And there was a bunch of markers and random stuff. And then like all of the pins that I bought at the exhibition in the original, like wrapping. And I was like, who are you? (laughs) I was like, this has been planted here or something. I completely forgot that it was there. I forgot that I even had those. Um, You may find it one day in some random spot when you're not even looking for it. So I hope so there's still hope
1: <laughs> I pray every day hope is the only thing it's stronger my biggest than fear
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> so let's talk about merch that we yeah. love what is your favorite or favorites because there's a lot uh, yeah. merch item from the whole franchise whether you have it yet or or you don't
2: Um, I have always been somebody that loves dolls and figures and, like, character things. Um, something about that's just really cool to me. So, the NECA series action figures are so... I love them. And, sure, like, their likeness isn't, you know, like, amazing. I always joke that, like, the Finnick figure is his stunt double, because that's not Sam Spacklin at all, but, um... But it's, like, for the price point that it is, I think they're really great and they're super detailed. Um, So I just, you know, I wish we would have gotten more characters or at least Mockingjay ones, you know, to make it a little bit more complete there. But
0: (laughs) That's the thing about, like, all of the merch in general. There's such a lack of Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2 merch in general. It stinks. I, I get
2: it. It's, like, I think, you know the masses were growing tired of the franchise and they had to, you know, prioritize other things and it's expensive yeah. to make merch. So I understand <laughs> why, but it's, you know, it's frustrating that we don't have like that complete the completeness of it. Um, I love the, the pins, honestly, like the officially licensed NACA pins um, and like the exhibitions, like little district crest pins. I think those are really cool um really any of the figures in general though like I would say that's my main favorite like the NECA figures the little blind box mini figures again which we had Mockingjay ones but there's the Mockingjay board game which I've Mm -hmm. kind of (laughs) customized into being little figures Um, so amazing (laughs) (laughs) I need to some of them I still need to like finish up a little bit I'm just lazy because like I don't want to bring out all my paints just to paint on like two dots because there's tiny you know but one day it'll happen but like if you
0: ever have some free time and want to paint mine
2: (laughs) I would love to send them over I'll paint them for it no problem oh my gosh
0: they are just so cool
2: (laughs) um thank you uh but yeah those are like and then there's like the Mockingjay like cup toppers that are also kind of like little figures um yeah I would say those like the even the um the Barbies I don't I only have the Three Katnisses and the PETA. Shout out Jessica for PETA. Um, yes. Uh, I would like to get all of them eventually. I just don't have the room for it right now because they're big and I have a small room. But yeah. What You're about like you? an open
0: box person, right?
2: Yes and no. Like, it's weird. I've kept PETA in the box for some reason because my plans for like eventually when i live on my own and i have like my own space that i can really do what i want with i would like to like recollect the figures in box and then have them out of box as well um dream <laughs> yeah exactly and that's just not a reality for me right now so like out of box takes up less space so yeah and some of the neca figures i got on ebay like loose and so i saved some money because it's cheaper to buy out of box usually um, and until until I have more room to expand, then yeah, I'm pretty much out of box. But I kept Pita for some reason. I just was like, this feels like I need to keep him like this. So yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? What are you all's like favorite merch things?
0: It's so hard. <laughs> like, why did I even ask this question?
2: <laughs> I like the Barbies it.
0: too. The, mm-hmm. the Barbies are great. I mean, I wish there were more of them, but. It, but I'm afraid to take them out of the box No, oh. I, I don't know also they get really dusty and I'm yeah. I'm so lazy when it comes to my collection so I'm this really is okay so good keep it in the box
2: a really fluffy makeup brush is the best thing I to best with one of those um especially for the because that's kind of why I started using this because of the barbies because I'm like how do you dust the like fabric you know and like yeah and
0: their, their hair, hair and
2: everything this is amazing I don't know I can't explain the science behind it <laughs> but it works that's all I know so pro tip get yourself a really really cheap super fluffy makeup brush obviously don't use it on your face and make sure that it's not one you've already used on your face because you don't want to be mixing makeup and stuff on your collectibles but get yourself one of these save your life
1: <laughs> I mean this is this is kind of like on a tangent mm-hmm. but off of that what are like other collecting tips that you would have for
2: people looking to collect? Um, I guess my main advice would be to pick a focus first. Um, that's kind of how I approach collecting. Like when I decided like, cause like in 2020, when I kind of decided like, I'm going to re I'm going to get into this all over again. I only had two of the Katniss Funko pops and I was like, all right, let me complete the set of Funko pops. And so that was kind of my goal. And then once I did that, I was like, all right. And I mean, I jump around, you know, here and there, or if Mm -hmm. I find like a really good deal on eBay or something, I'll just kind of bypass whatever little system I've got for myself. But I try to pick something to focus on and like, just it'll help you stay focused and make sure that you're not like buying things just for the sake of buying them, which would also be my second tip only get things that you actually like truly love because I feel like, Mm -hmm in the world of collecting, and it's not just for Hunger Games, like, I see this all the time in, like, the Harry Potter fandom and other kind of collectibles, like, certain items will have a lot of hype around them, or, like, they're really popular, um, but maybe you're not, like, the biggest fan of them, or you don't have the space, or you can't afford it, or, like, insert whatever (laughs) thing here. Um, Like, the NECA action figures, I will never have a complete set, because I have no interest in collecting the Gale figure. I'm not gonna, like, spend time and money and
0: very limited
2: space I have for something I don't really like love you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and that's kind of what helps you like build a collection that you can feel really proud of and like collecting's never about like I want the biggest collection and I want to like brag and like be all crazy like I truly love like every single piece that's in my collection I've been collecting for 10 years which is why it's at the size it is at you know But Mm -hmm. it's really because I'm focused truly on things that I find interesting or have meaning to me.
0: I definitely feel the same the same way, and I've definitely had some purchases that's like, oh, did I really Mm -hmm. need Mm -hmm. this, or did like I really want this? And there's so much like right now, I'm have pretty much most of the things that I say that I want in terms of like merch. So like I'm trying to really focus on um, foreign editions. Mm -hmm. right now and and building up that because like seeing the entire you know the the bookshelf full of different colorful books from different countries and like different languages that that like Mm -hmm. makes me really happy having a Hunger Games like library yeah Um, you know I don't necessarily need all of the NECA things that I didn't get Mm -hmm. through the years because it doesn't it doesn't bring me the same joy so yeah there's a lot of good to have a focus
2: yeah, for sure. There's there's a lot of merch that they made, like officially licensed merch that I hate to be honest. Like, and you know, the demographic that they were targeting is a huge factor of that. Like, a lot of it feels so childish to me, I guess. Or like, like a lot of the jewelry that they made for, like, you know, that they were that was available in like Hot Topics and stuff, really just not my thing. Um, some of them is cool for sure, but like, I don't feel the need to go and like find these things. I see them on eBay, you know, and I'm like do I really just, do I just want to buy something Hunger Games or do I want to buy this specific piece? And that's a question I have to ask myself constantly because Mm -hmm. otherwise Mm -hmm. things go crazy. And then, you know, sometimes I get things as gifts that I would never necessarily seek out myself, but then it becomes special because it's a gift and there's a story behind it. That's what I'm most interested in with collecting is every piece I have has some reason for it being there. Um, Like a little story, an anecdote or just whatever i'm like oh this is cool you know Um, i love that yeah yeah
0: Yeah. because i was gonna say one of my favorite pieces of merch something so insignificant it's a hunger games lanyard that Mm -hmm. i've Mm. just i got it at the mall tour they right before the movie came out the first one they were giving them out and immediately i put it on my keys and it's been what's held my keys for you know, since 2012 so really? <laughs> it's like starting that. to fade and it's making me sad i'll have to like get a new one eventually but that's like one of my favorite things i own because i use it i see it every single day mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's things that are like special yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. and a lot of it like has to do with like what you're you both are saying is the memories my favorite pieces of merch have to be the little like collectibles the ones that you have back there um, that came in the boxes. I don't know what they're called. Blind the box support, mini like, figures. Mini yeah. figures, yeah. I would, yeah. I would go to Target every every few days with yeah. my mom because obviously I couldn't drive. I was like twelve. <laughs> but even when they did the Catching Fire ones, like it would be a routine for me to go to a certain spot at Target, go through like I would lowkey like go through the boxes. <laughs> Sometimes I wouldn't like I have extras obviously, <clears throat> but I think. Just like that memory of being so excited to have something and to like not know what you're getting or look forward to like maybe I'll find this character. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I loved it so much. Like just the thought behind it Mm -hmm. and the experience. Because I mean, they just sit here and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. But Mm -hmm. it was just so fun. Yeah, yeah, collecting them. Yeah,
0: and I like my mom would like pick one up randomly Mm -hmm. and like forget. I'm like, oh, cool. It's gonna be something I don't have. Never was. Yeah. But
1: then it was like, it was the never same like the catniss one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, How
0: many District 8
1: females do I have? Right?
2: Yeah, I don't have the complete set of the first movie ones. I think I'm missing like mm-hmm. the girl from nine or the boy from nine and like the girl from three or something like that. But I have the ones I care about, most, that's really um, that. The Catching Fire mm-hmm. ones, though, I'm still missing cats. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> Do some trading. I, I need a yeah. clove. I need a clove. I think I have a clove. Oh. I think I have wow. a clove.
2: So we'll talk. But those
0: catching fire ones,
2: I had no idea that was me a thing. Me neither. Like, why didn't yeah. anybody tell me about that? Me neither. <laughs> I I don't have the wetsuit Katniss, which is really the one I care about now. She's elusive. I think
1: it was just so heartbreaking for me because, like, there was a lot of hype with Hunger Games. A decent amount of hype with Catching Fire, and then it just went down from there. Mm-hmm. And so I remember going to look for the blind box Catching Fire figures, but they would only have the same, like, two ones. Like, it was always beady, and then it was always, like, PETA on fire. Never anything else. <laughs> like, nothing else. I was like, what? So, yeah, or Katniss, one of the two on fire. But mm. that's why I was so frustrated with it, so... <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway, (laughs) about that. Um, What would you say are some of the missed opportunities for Hunger Games merch? (laughs) I'm excited for this one. I'm excited.
2: I have. (laughs) There's no shortage of ideas. Let me just, as a disclaimer, I could go on forever. I'll always say, this a screen accurate, Mockingjay prop replica. Why is that not a thing? It drives me crazy because <laughs> i it's not it's not even the biggest demand i really don't think it is um the neca mockingjay pin is great and i like that for uh, a lower price point you know more people can you know have access to it and stuff and it's the kind of thing like if you put it on your bag or you wear it and it falls off or gets damaged in some way it's not you know devastating and it's not that expensive to replace if that makes sense So I get the function of that, but like when I think of, you know, I'm also in the Harry Potter fandom and I know Harry Potter is like a a mega franchise. It's not even comparable in in some ways, but like Mm -hmm. when I think of the fact that they made screen accurate wand replicas of like minor characters that had like two seconds of screen time, (laughs) but there's no screen accurate Mockingjay pin. It drives me nuts because you know, even if it had to be like a, at a slightly higher price point, I feel like, you know, people would want that. Like, especially if, you know, you're not somebody who's a, a huge collector, but you just want like a nice piece to put on your shelf with your books or something. Like, it's I'd pull it out, but it's kind of buried. But like, if you're familiar with the Noble Collection version of the Time Turner, where it comes in this little like wooden case, there's like a mirror behind it. It's like beautiful. And I think it's like 50 bucks, roughly. But it's it's, you know, it's it's more expensive. Maybe we wouldn't need the display box to come with it or whatnot. But like, I just think it's amazing that we just don't have that. We barely we didn't even get like the original story behind the pin in the movies.
0: Yeah, they just that... hate the Mockingjay pin. I guess I don't and, know.
2: Yeah, and it's so weird because like,
0: important
2: thing. if somebody like, I can only imagine like if you had only seen the movies, you'd be like, why is the Mockingjay pin like the symbol? Like, why is that? Mm-hmm. What's recognizable about it? You know what I mean? um And like book fans will know, and it's the book cover and whatever. But like we don't, we don't just, we just don't get that really in the movies. And so, I would, if I could <laughs> speak directly to somebody in charge of this, and I could have one thing made, it would be a screen accurate Mockingjay pin prop replica. um The gold plated, limited edition, Mockingjay pin here is pretty good. I like the color and the shape of it, but it's still not screen accurate. And so that's that's the, you know. the
0: bio world one
2: no uh because the bio oh, world wait, the one is one you posted brassy. about
0: recently mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's this one sitting on this little circle card um i'm not 100 percent sure where it was originally available from i can't seem to find a straight answer online but it's like a limited run of these like 24 karat gold-plated mocking tree pins and they're very cool um it's not screen accurate it drives me nuts um other than that though i mean like Mockingjay action figures come on they're wearing like soldier outfits to me that's just like action figure 101 yeah that's that's really like what comes to mind I feel like we got a decent amount of stuff but and then I can always come up with random things like I want a style prop replica but like who wants that except for me (laughs) right like so like yeah,
0: I mean Funko Pops. I mean, they did Yo, Funko Pops, but that's like, very true. and yes. it's so confusing. There's not. I mean, you know, I will, don't necessarily need the Gale Funko Pop, but like, where it is is the Gale weird. Funko Pop. Yeah.
2: Like,
0: hey Mitch. Yeah, the selection is
1: always weird. Yeah,
0: and the fact that they did so many Katniss looks, mm-hmm. and then I yeah, and then not other weird. characters. And
1: they made yeah. Peeta's
2: shirt gray.
0: What? <laughs>
2: I what is that. this? I thought sure. about like getting another Peeta pop and just painting the shirt black just for my own satisfaction but like (laughs) the Funko Pops because the Hunter Games line is vaulted they're um expensive now some are more expensive than others like PETA is not one of the most expensive ones but still like I don't I don't feel good spending like 20-30 dollars on a pop that I'm gonna paint so no Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um but yeah I I made Funko Pop concepts for a while in 2020 because I was in the Funko Pop thing I was making some customs and I was like man there's so many awesome variants that they could make. Again, when I think of like Harry Potter, that has like 600 million Funko Pops, and they're all like variations of Harry that are like just just slight don't, variations. Don't I know, you the know. Like I'm like mini
0: ones, the like Advent calendar, the and like I don't like even everything. need
2: and like I don't even need all that, right? But like seven, seven pops. Okay,
1: that's it. I'm like, and what is it? Four are the same character? Yeah,
2: I'm like. <laughs> if we're gonna skip to like variants, there's a lot of Katniss variants we could have got. We could have gotten the Katniss in her Mockingjay suit, and then you could have like a red yeah. chase. Uh, How F- does that no
0: Katniss in her Mockingjay? There's no, just exactly. no Mockingjay part <laughs> one or part two things. Yeah, but it's interesting that they did it for the Barbies. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they they did a Gale too, and nothing oh, yeah. nothing else like Mockingjay part one and part two.
2: Hmm, it's weird. So I guess strange. I wonder what they prioritizing also it's worth noting that like funko pops are like like there's people who are like funko pop collectors specifically and um Mm -hmm. i find that fascinating i i personally love Pops. i love the the price point and the level of detail you get for that price point and stuff um but i feel like when the hunger games pops were coming out and like the movies were still coming out funko pops were not like what they are now If that makes sense like
0: yeah not quite as popular
2: yeah, and, and so like, the
0: big collector item they've mm,
2: become. Yeah, so I feel like all of that plays a part in how much money gets delegated to whatever thing. I'm hoping that ballads will give us like a pop or two, like even if it's not like a complete oh. resuscitation of the line, but just just. Dang it.
1: <laughs> I that would be amazing if they were to like bring back some like Hunger Games. Pops just like oh 10 year and he's yes, valid and oh, yeah, but that's Hunger just a thing. I would love like that, this.
2: that they um brought them back because it's been done before where like a vaulted line or a vaulted pop has come back because of like how popular the franchise or whatever it's from became, even if it's like a limited run. But like, I would love to see that because so many people like I see like standard Katniss with her bow, but she's always like 60 plus dollars. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts to me, and I can find her out of yeah. box for forty, and I'm like, man, I, I hate that personally. <laughs> so, um, it'd be cool if they did that, like a tenth anniversary release, for like for a year or whatever, you can get them again. You know, give people a chance to get them again, and throw in some ballad pops in there. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's it's just so fascinating to me that so we all know Emily and I love Twilight. Yes, we it's just. That Lionsgate, who (laughs) has
0: Twilight and Hunger Games... What Lionsgate does for one and does for another. Ignores (laughs) the
1: other. And the the amount of TikToks I've seen and the amount of likes these TikToks I've seen get are like, oh my gosh, like, Hunger Games was, like, a very distinct part of my childhood. Like, I remember it, the nostalgia behind it, like, all this. Like, it is so popular. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, I understand that, like, we're at a resting point right now. There's no movie news. But, like... For 10 years, I kind of expected a little bit more. I don't know. Something in theater or something. So I'm just, like, frustrated. I hope that when Ballad gets announced, we get more. Yeah. And then... I don't know. It's just like... I love Twilight, don't get me wrong. But Mm -hmm. it's like, what about Hunger Games? It's also your child, so...
2: Yeah. And they're, you know...
1: The ignored middle child.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's just kind of like a... It's, It's very weird. Yeah, I don't know how those decisions get made and Mm -hmm. I always try to think like to try to like get an idea of what to expect like realistically and not try and get my hopes up and be like I want this this and this and then like be super disappointed if it doesn't happen I'm just like trying to predict like if I was one of these corporate people like whatever but that's what like worries me almost because I'm like but they're not the fans they might not know what fans want because they just you know to them, it's just, like, this is just their job. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're, like, still waiting on merch for 10th anniversary stuff. I'm not even talking about Ballad right now, but, like, so excited for those. But, like, okay.
0: I hope they don't, <laughs> if they do any sort of merch for Ballad, they don't go with NECA. They mm-hmm. go in, like, some, like, I do like, some higher end.
2: McFarlane. McFarlane toys. They're so good.
0: Yeah, it's just, I feel like NECA isn't... But neck is not what I want to spend my money on, I guess.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this like in preparation for this episode and, and also just in general, but like I guess the kind of merch that we'll get and the quantity will depend on what their target audience is. And to me that's a lot less clear than like when Hunger Games was coming out. Ballad makes me wonder because I feel like if they target an older demographic, which I feel like is more appropriate for the tone of Ballad there will be less merch because it's not like 13-year-olds running the Hot Topic to get bracelets with President Snow on it. But at the you same know? time,
0: there's a lot of new fans
2: <laughs> who right. want
0: to buy stuff from Hunger Games for the first time actually yeah. at a store. Yeah. so
2: That's why I'm like, it, I feel like it's a, it's a That's up.
0: a hard thing to, yeah, for them to have to figure out what to
2: do. Because if, if they target like the same demographic they did 10 years ago then that does leave more room for merch but then I wonder about like the integrity of the story or like not the story but the the tone that they'll go for and not that they're gonna make it like you know water it down drastically or something but I also can't really imagine like I can imagine a lot of Lucy Gray merch I feel like she's probably the most marketable character um, Snow being the main character is kind of weird because you know, you're know you not really supposed to root for him, but he's the main character. And to me, that makes me think of like uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker, where uh, I think mm-hmm. Todd Phillips and like the people who were working, like who were in charge of that movie specifically did not want merch to be made of Joaquin Phoenix's version of the Joker because they didn't want anyone kind of idolizing that, even in like a small way. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. And I'm like, that's interesting, because, yeah, Snow's like not really someone you're supposed to be rooting for, but like I still that her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, know,
0: like, it's so hard like... because I mean, I love the Hunger Games, so I want to support the franchise and I want yeah. things from the franchise. It doesn't mean that I idolize, you know, sure. whatever. Doctor um... Gall. Okay, <laughs> okay really? Is that working go <laughs> out? um but yeah well we'll save that for whenever they have an auction and okay. i'll just buy all dr gall's yeah. things there we go there we go <laughs> they don't need to make make a dr gall merch that's fine yeah no i just it's just it's it's hard to figure out what what is the right thing
2: to do mm-hmm. i as far as like we were talking earlier a little bit about like missed opportunities um I don't know like I know why this didn't happen because I just don't think there's enough of a market for it but like if you're familiar with um hot toys or like sideshow collectibles which are those like super detailed like one six scale figures sometimes Mm -hmm, bigger mm -hmm. they're usually um you know hand painted and sculpted by artists and stuff well they make molds but like the initial mold is like hand sculpted and painted and everything and they're these like Extremely high quality, uh, really posable figures. And like they're super popular for like Marvel and DC uh, franchises. And then um, Star Wars also has a lot of them. And I feel like the Hunger Games would lend itself so well to that kind of piece. That- I want a whole Star Squad. <laughs> that's what yeah.
0: I'm saying because like, like. And we can idolize those characters. I mean, if yeah, that's were fine. heroes so
2: within the context of ballad i feel like it's a little different although i'd still love it and they still make yeah. you know joker and darth vader figures and stuff so it's like you know but those figures can be super expensive and rightfully so they're pieces of art basically but like so i understand <laughs> that that's not you know there's not a big enough market for that but um I would, that would be a perfect 10th anniversary thing even if they just have to make one this figure but it can be one really good like, excellent likeness super poseable, tons of accessories figure amazing like how amazing would that be you throw that in a display case amazing like <laughs> I don't know I, I love take that.
1: my money literally yeah
2: because yeah. that's the kind of those are the kinds of pieces that I'm looking to add now like I've significantly slowed down on collecting I've also just I'm in a different financial situation now but like um kind of like what you were saying earlier, Emily, I've kind of acquired most of the things that I've wanted in, over these last 10 years. And that's kind of like the, the double-edged sword with Hunger Games merch because it's so limited. You do kind of get to a point where you're like, I've, I've gotten everything. Um, and so now I'm like focusing more on like, like I would love authentic screen use props or like if they did have high-end collectibles like that, you know, but.
0: Mm -hmm. Even with that, though, I have to really focus myself, because Mm -hmm. occasionally, uh, more often than you would think, things from the actual movies pop up, and it's like, do I want it just because it's from Hunger Games, or do I have a plan for how I'm going to display it, like, Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do with it? Would it be better if I saved up for something better, you know, that, like, more that comes along?
2: For sure. Also, as a PSA, if anyone watching this has the spile please email me
1: <laughs> AJ this is, uh, this is your life goal is to find whoever has it I know man. I... you can't die until you know
0: like that's all I'll take a uh, coins execution outfit please
1: <laughs> yeah I don't understand that I
0: will never understand
1: no that. I'm on like... Emily's side
2: with that that that, cape. that looks so cool and well, I just want to get
1: Emily a cape now I think like my birthday present for you this year is going to be a cape oh very similar <laughs>
2: Okay, <laughs> I I'll
1: wear I it. Really enjoy it. <laughs> it's
2: like a snuggie. Wear it around the house.
1: <laughs> yes. Wait. Well, they they could have done snuggies if you think about it. We were talking about this last week, about the the Mockingjay hood when in Mockingjay Part Two, gail and Katniss are like about to. Oh like, yeah, yeah! disguise yeah, storm, jacket. <laughs> yes. Easily could be a snuggie. It could be a snuggie. <laughs> So many different things. So many avenues they could have gone down, but...
0: It is so hard to think about Ballad, like, what kind of merch are they even gonna make? Because they don't even have that, the capital being this fanciful, Mm -hmm. opulent place anymore. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because it's just after uh, the war, and people don't, you know, have what they need even in the capital, necessarily. So... I, don't I know. Feel, I hope there's some prop the, replicas and
2: the compact.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know compact. you're not a fan
2: of of Neca, but like if they're gonna stick with Neca because that's who has the license or whatever, I just want the compact. Just give yeah. it to me. And then the I'm, I'm
0: not gonna be able to afford the uh, the real one.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the Mockingjay 2.0 at this point, but I like um.
0: we could brand some. Uh we could have some academy merch <laughs> true like could i cute. get like an academy uh, prop replica outfit <laughs> yes yeah, a, like a, a journal or like or a folder or something that's for or like the, little patches
2: like a little patch of like the emblems i imagine there's an emblem and then you could like throw that on your own blazer right. or something yeah and then i feel like lucy gray's the most marketable character just cuz she's kind of like the She's the one you're rooting for, kind of, and she's so colorful, and, you know, I feel like there's a lot more. Like Like,
0: a a makeup line or something for Lucy Gray? (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) At the exhibition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking,
1: like, one of those, like, auto-tune microphones, (laughs) and then, like, it has, like, her songs in the movie. I love The Hanging Tree. (laughs)
2: oh my god are you are you like, oh, yeah. like the radio tune.
0: version <laughs> remix yes
2: i love how your mind that works is my
0: favorite <laughs> song.
2: but like yeah like snow and sejanus don't really see how how merchy that could be um
1: i feel like they could do a phoenix sort of route with sejanus because everyone's gonna love sejanus but then again, they didn't do a lot merch-wise for Finnick. No,
2: and then, oh, like okay. I said, we have an action figure of a stunt double, so,
0: you know. Yeah. About, like, a little Jabberjay that you can push record on <laughs> and, like, record like, <laughs> Just like,
1: little leave sounds. it in
0: someone's room. <laughs>
2: just want to recreate the most treacherous moment of the story. You know, just casual yeah, right, treachery. Okay. <laughs> casual treason. Um, That's fine. Yeah, I, I would always um wish that we had little figurines of the mutts um Mm. from from the like existing franchise like you know I know the the NECA figures like some of them came with like a bow and some arrows and a spear and then Kato and Rue they didn't even bother doing anything with that (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but little, little 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 guys you know like you know what I'm thinking of When you go to like the zoo or like a craft store or something, and there's those plastic tubes of like plastic animals. Yeah. (laughs) Give me that. But like, oh my god, the (laughs) exhibition and in their gift shop—that's what there is. Oh my god, I'm gonna write to them. Um, it's little and it's like Dr. Gall's mutts. You know, like you just have like a tube and it's just a bunch of little little guys.
1: Neon snakes. That's
2: really cool. Yes, little snakes, (laughs) Jabberjays. dogs monkeys cute love it all the
0: time <laughs> you could ever want rabbits yes because there's I feel like we I could remember. we could talk about merch for days to be honest yes. exactly <laughs> like we should honestly we need you on for a,
1: a second episode because we talked about it this past mockingjay monday um about was it were we talking about like ballad merch and like upcoming mm-hmm. so we want to have you on again because okay. there's so many different i feel like we've just talked like
2: <laughs> this is the tip of the reached the
1: tip Yes, exactly. So I mean, yeah, you need to come back yeah, you you let
2: me know i'm I'm around.
1: Um, I'm gonna this part is not gonna be in the video, but I need to reach up and grab my favorite I need to talk about my favorite memory of A j before we before oh boy. We, so this year, um, I love AJ so much because this year, um, my boyfriend reached out to oh. AJ for Christmas. Yeah. And had asked, like, hey, would you do something for Holly for Christmas? Like, design something. And I have your artwork already, but I'm going to show this. So, if you're watching it, if not, like, look at my account. I don't know if you can see it very well. It's a beautiful, like, <laughs> so cool. gray and snow cover of valid. It's like, I hang it up. Well, it's on my shelf, my top shelf. Because... You're just so incredible. And it made my Christmas, like this was the best gift. So what I love about merch and fandom is that like, we can make our own merch. Like you are so inspiring, so amazing. And I'm just so excited for more people to start like creating designs and selling things because it's so important to me. <laughs>
2: well, Thank yes. you. Um, that was so much fun to design especially because you know it was for you so it was just like a like a double <laughs> double fun thing i i had never done something like that before i was like <laughs> i pulled out my copy of ballad i like stretched out the dust jacket and made some measurements i was like i hope this works <laughs> um i was like i hope hopefully this lines up properly but no that was a lot of fun and um i think you know <laughs> seeing the the shortcomings of officially licensed merch sometimes has like fueled like well if it doesn't exist yet then I'm gonna make it because I'm just not gonna accept not having <laughs> this thing that's yeah. playing around my head and that's that's also why I wanted to start a shot too um but yeah that was thank you Holly and thank you Max for, for that because that was it's really really fun for me to make so
1: So please (laughs) go check out AJ's shop. Like genuinely amazing work. Wonderful. I, I love seeing even just your Instagram, what you do every single day. Like the fact that you did the quarter Qual mutts this week, you have your own characters that you do too. Um, It's just so cool. So if you are not following the hunger games collector, AJ, go check them out and we want to see you again on on this but we'll see you on tribute talk and we appreciate so if you have any questions about collecting reach out to aj aj knows all
2: (laughs) reach out um thank you both so much for having me
0: yeah (laughs) thanks for coming on
2: just a little little tidbit i remember being in my hotel room in vegas when i went to go to the exhibition that was the first time i was traveling on my own and having like a moment to myself and stuff and like we were just starting to kind of like like actually befriend each other I think at least that's that was my that like
0: awkward becoming friends <laughs> <Yeah>. stage.
2: <laughs> and I just remember thinking like oh man like I was like I don't know how I don't know when but I'm gonna be their friend <laughs> like I, I was like this is gonna happen and um and I remember like talking to my mom about it on the phone and being like, they're messaging me back <laughs> and just being like, "Oh, it'd be so cool to like be on their podcast one day or maybe yeah, that's what I need to do. I need to have them on my channel or something. <laughs> like I, yeah, it's a, it's a very fond memory. And I feel like, I mean, yeah, a this is a long
0: time coming. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's us no. being slow.
2: <laughs> it's, it's no worries. Life is the way that it is, you know, um, it just, but yeah. So thank you equally whatever i don't know how to say this but yeah thank you for for having me and being so awesome
0: (laughs) fandom friends are great
1: oh exactly reach out if like emily and i came into this fandom we're like just alone and now look we have we have friends you can make friends it's possible Mm -hmm. so um give aj a follow make sure you tune in on monday nights for tribute talk and i don't even know what chapters we'll be reading for catching fire But we're reading Catching Fire. 11 and 12? 13 and 14? Oh, yeah, because it's next week. 13, 14. Maybe? Somewhere around the (laughs) middle of Catching Fire. But come join us, and we will see you next time in a few weeks. So thanks again, guys. See
2: ya. Thank you. Bye.